And we've got Trevor Mallard, unfortunately. We've got Trevor Mallard. If a politics wonk was to ever put the time and effort into ranking the best and worst of New Zealand's parliamentary speakers, I am willing to lay good money on Trevor Mallard being cited as the worst speaker of the House in the country's history. Now, obviously, I can't go back to the 19th century and the early 20th century, but I'm still willing to bet he would be the worst. He's an unlikely speaker. In a 2000 press release by Independent MP Peter Dunn, Mallard was labelled Parliament's worst behaved MP based on the amount of times the MP had been expelled from the chamber or asked to withdraw. So he never obeyed the rules of the House. Well, he did, but he often violated the rules of the House while he was an MP. And now he's keeping them. Talk about poacher turned gamekeeper. He has a professional reputation for being a bully, pugnacious, petty, and utterly incapable of saying sorry. Think back to 2007. That was the year he pleaded guilty to a fighting charge. That was after he threw a punch at Tohenere. Remember that? Particularly unedifying episode in New Zealand's political history. He pleaded guilty to a fighting charge after a private prosecution was brought against him and then apologised to a communications consultant he attacked as incompetent and sad under parliamentary privilege. And then he only did so because he was under direct orders to do so from then-PM Helen Clark, who ran a relatively tight ship. And she wasn't putting up with Mallard's shenanigans, unlike this Prime Minister. In 2018, Simon Bridges and Jerry Brownlee were biffed out of the House for implying that Trevor Mallard was acting as Speaker in a way that protected Jacinda Ardern from having to answer tough questions. Gosh, I wonder where they got that notion from. Otago University law professor Andrew Geddes said in an article at the time that you can't say a Speaker is biased. It's a parliamentary no-no because that undermines the necessary authority of the office. He's got to try and keep all the MPs in order and to say that he's biased weakens his position. It's the same logic that penalises a sports player, says Andrew Geddes, who abuses a ref or calls him a thief. Even if the player believes this, they can't come out and say it because without general respect for the referee's calls, the game simply cannot be played. And I take Andrew Giddis's point, but I don't think there is general respect for this particular referee's calls. I don't think there is general respect for Mallard. In 2021, Speaker Trevor Mallard used the legal immunity of parliamentary privilege to say that a parliamentary worker, who he apologised to for falsely accusing of rape, did commit sexual assault. He cannot say sorry. It prompted national leader of the time, Judith Collins, to call it the most extraordinary display by the biggest bully I've ever seen in Parliament. She said, I've been in Parliament almost 20 years. I've never seen anyone behave like that. I've certainly never seen a speaker behave like that. He is temperamentally unfit for the role. This year, the National Party lodged a motion of no confidence in Mallard over his handling of the anti-mandate protest outside Parliament. The motion read, the House has no confidence in Mallard as Speaker of the House of Representatives due to his childish, provocative and embarrassing behaviour during the occupation of and protest at Parliament grounds 
which was counterproductive to resolving the situation and done without the support of the New Zealand police. Any argument? Now, in another petulant hissy fit, the Speaker has delivered trespass notices to some of the people who were at protests in Parliament grounds. Some are deserved, no problem there. But to use the occasion to dish out a little bit of light revenge is an abuse of office. It's a grim day when you have to choose between Mallard and Winston Peters. But on this occasion, and on this day, I am reluctantly forced to be Team Peters. Much as I think he should just push off out of public life, join a bowls club and retire with dignity, I don't think he deserved his trespass notice, nor does Otago University law professor Andrew Geddes. Well, that probably will be one of the arguments. The question is to, you know, what exactly the criteria is that's being used to decide who to trespass and not trespass. Uh, also, the, there's a proportionality question. You know, was uh, Peter's actions in visiting the protest for that limited amount of time really serious enough to justify uh, this decision to, you know, basically say to him, for the next two years, you're not allowed to come to what is, in essence, you know, the heart of New Zealand's democracy? Yeah. Exactly. And it's just going to give him airtime. This is the meat and drink upon which Winston Peters thrives. You know, he, he's going to be standing in Tauranga, almost never, you know. This is, he will be, he will be absolutely reveling in this. He's already talking about legal action. Of course, he's litigious. And he's going to be able to use this petulant act by the Speaker to his advantage. And if, if Winston Peters gets elected back into Parliament, it's on Trevor Mallard's shoulders. And it won't bother Trevor Mallard, because traditionally, speakers of the House get nice cushy sinecures after they've served their time. And political insiders believe Mallard's angling for a sweet foreign affairs posting somewhere dishy, an ambassador's role somewhere nice. He may not be able to be punished now, given the protections the role of Speaker has, but if there is any justice in the world, the next trophy sticks his snout into should be in a barren outpost far from civilization and human beings. Even then, he would probably end up offending the yaks. I do not know how he can hold that post any longer, given his history, given his current behaviour, and given the fact that nobody has respect for this referee. Helen Clark was able to just keep him in line. I mean, fighting with Tohenere in Parliament brought it all back to me when I was going back through Mallard's history. That was ugly. And it's just got uglier. Using his position to score petty, personal, political points with his opponents is an abuse of the position. Jacinda Ardern will not keep him in line, but somebody has to.